Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the best three ways to tell when to replace your running shoes. Now, before we get started in this episode, I just wanted to tell you I have something that you might find really useful. I created this thing called the three-day fast track. And if you have an overtraining injury and you're trying to get back to running, you really have to do a couple of things to recover and get back to running as quickly as possible. You need to figure out how bad the injury is. You need to figure out how to assess whether or not you can really get back to running and move to the next level of running intensity without making the injury worse. And that's all the stuff that I teach you in the free three-day fast track challenge. So you can sign up. It's going to be on the website uh, and in the show notes under this episode. You can also sign up by going to docontherun.com slash fast track, and you can register for free there. So go check it out. Now, Let's play the intro and we'll get into this episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness and keep preparing for the next race and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Today, I was interviewed as a guest expert on a television program, and this is a a health and fitness segment. And one of the things I was talking about is how running shoes are really your only piece of injury protection equipment as an athlete. And so the only thing between you and the ground is, of course, your running shoe. And when you are running and you're training and you beat up your shoes and use them just a little bit too long when they start to get pretty worn out. And, you know, if you think about the way a bicycle helmet works is it's a very thin plastic outer shell with styrofoam between the shell and your head. If you get in a bicycle crash, it basically crushes the styrofoam. The styrofoam absorbs the impact, but it gets destroyed in the process. And then it cannot protect you again if you crash later. Well, running shoes aren't really like styrofoam, but there is some material in the midsole, in the running shoe itself, that runs inside the midsole, between the outsole and the inside of the shoe. And that material is called EVA or ethyl vinyl acetate. And ethyl vinyl acetate absorbs impact and it's somewhat resilient. It just doesn't get crushed like one and done like styrofoam but it does get crushed and it can decompose over time. So there are a couple of different rules that people use to replace their running shoes. The most common one is really mileage. So that's uh, number one. The first technique to use is just to keep track of your mileage. And if you keep a running log, you run with a GPS watch, or you're following a specific training schedule, you can see how many miles you ran. And if you have run, let's say 500 miles, you can safely assume you need to replace those running shoes. Now, there are some variables. I'm sure there are going to be lots of comments that people will say, well, I'm only weighed 90 pounds, so I don't beat up my shoes as much as somebody that weighs 200 pounds. And that's true. And there will be probably people who say, well, I am a four-foot striker, and I know I land without the high peak forces of somebody who's a heel striker, so my shoes probably last longer. That's also probably true. Uh, But you have to have some rule that you follow. And for sure, once you hit 500 miles, I think most shoes are cooked, regardless of whether you're a four-foot striker, heel striker, a little bitty lightweight runner, or somebody who's bigger, and I'm 6'2", so you know I weigh more than most runners, and I uh, pound on my shoes. So I think it's better to replace them more like 200 or 250 miles. Now, that is really not a lot of mileage. If you're training for a marathon and you're running 50 miles a week, you're only talking like a month or you know five weeks before you need to replace those shoes if you're a, somebody who beats up on the shoes. 
Uh, still, even if you're a lightweight four foot runner, it could be two months, three months, and you need to replace those shoes again. But that's one rule of thumb is to go by mileage and just stick to a routine replacing them. Now, the second way is to actually look for damage in the shoes. And when you look at the, the outsole and you look at the sidewall of the shoe uh, along the side here, if you start getting wrinkles in there and they're subtle, and sometimes they're not that easy to see, but if you push on the bottom of the sole and you push upward and you compress this material and you show wrinkles uh, start revealing themselves along the sidewall, then that sh tells you that the EVA or the ethyl vinyl acetate cushioning material in the midsole has actually been damaged and it's not supporting you nor protecting you as it should. And at that point, if you see that wrinkling on the sidewall of the shoe, if you can tell that the midsole cushion material is damaged, then definitely you want to replace the shoes. And the third way is a really great way is to just compare them to a brand new pair. So these are new running shoes, they're fairly new anyway, and they don't really have any damage and they feel like new running shoes to me. If I take the exact same pair, the exact same shoe, exact same model that I have when I bought two of them and take the ones that I have already retired and I go run literally down the street in those, they feel totally different. They are completely beaten up. The AVA is crushed. They're not absorbing impact as well. They're not supporting me and protecting me and blocking unnecessary or excessive pronation. They are just not doing their job anymore. And so that's the third way is to actually buy two pair at the same time. So if you like the shoes, you know, this is the Asics Gel Nimbus. Um, I go through these a lot and I'll often get two pairs at a time. And so then I'll take one pair and run in that one pair until I think that they're about done. And then when I think that they're almost done and I think maybe I've gone, you know, 250 miles or something, I'll put on the other pair that's identical and then go for a short run immediately after wearing those others and they feel completely different. And if the shoes feel completely different, you know they've changed. That means you need to replace them. But remember, running shoes are really your best and most effective piece of protective equipment against overtraining injuries. So if you get an overtraining injury, you're going to be out a lot longer than necessary. It's going to be a lot harder to maintain your running fitness. And all day I do telemedicine calls with runners who are just trying to figure out how to maintain their running fitness while they recover from an overtraining injury. So make sure that you invest in some good running shoes. Make sure that you stay on top of reinvesting in those shoes because I promise it will serve you well to help prevent those running overtraining injuries. Listen, if you just got injured, you need to take action right now. And if you've been injured and you're not getting better and you need to figure out what to do to get back to running and keep training and not lose all your running fitness, you need to take action. But the thing that you really need to do more than anything else is probably not what you really think. Most of the runners who call me are looking for some magical solution or something that they can do to make them run even when they're injured that is going to be magical. And there is no such magic, but there is something you can do. And I'm going to show you exactly how to to do it. Now I made something for you that's a three-day training. It's free and it's how to fast track your running injury in record time. Now during this free three-day training, what I'll show you is number one, what I learned when I got injured in medical school and why it was wrong what I learned when I got injured right before an Ironman race that was right. And the third thing I'm going to show you is the five-step process that worked for me that can work for you too. So there are five things that you're going to learn. Number one, can you run right now and not lose your running fitness? Number two, how can you figure out how bad the injury is right now? How can you remove the confusion that's caused by inflammation right now? 
and how can you reduce the tissue stress so you can train now and then how to safely test retest and keep running now again this is a free training it's free you don't have to pay anything it's three days but you're going to get immediate access if you just go to docontherun.com fast track and i'm going to show you how to fast track your running injury so go to docontherun.com fast track and grab your seat now i'll see you in the training